0: Thank you so much for taking time out of your day, man. I appreciate it. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah Dude, absolutely. Thanks We're, for the invitation, Yeah, man.
1: exactly. We're excited about it, man.
0: Yeah, I've been listening to you guys' show, man. It just gets better and better every show I listen to, man. So keep up the good Really? Life. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Dude, sometimes, like, sometimes I'm like, are we degressing? Because you, you always want to try to outdo yourself, you know, like and, and bring more and more and more. But I, yeah. like, I, I feel like that we've created kind of a high standard for ourselves at this point. <laughs> Uh, in, in terms of what we have to bring to the table we can't we can't go back to basic after right? setting the ball where we've set it you know so
2: well we knew what we were getting ourselves into too man like we we knew when we started this like dude we're probably gonna suck yeah but we're just gonna get better as we go we just yeah. gotta keep putting ourselves out there you well know? we thought we'd <laughs> suck
1: but the feedback's been pretty good so far so yeah Anywho. Well, that's
0: awesome that's awesome. Man. Yeah. Well, so you guys have this podcast called The Real Business Owners. It, like mm-hmm. I said, it's an amazing show. For those who don't know, what's your show about, and how did you guys end up putting this thing together?
1: Yeah, that's kind of a. So we we, series we did of events, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. A series of events, man. So it's not like we've always just wanted to be podcasters or something like that, you know, and, yeah. and dreamt of having our own podcast. It kind of it kind of came to us because of the Instagram account, right? It was growing very fast. Instagram only allows you to do, you know, those 60 second clips. They have the IGTV now where you can do the little bit longer form type content. But we did. I had a lot of direct messages of people asking like, do you guys have a YouTube channel? Do you guys do any coaching or mentoring? And, you know, we kind of turned to each other. We're like, we didn't have any of that. So we said, let's start a podcast so that we can get more long form information out there. That was kind of the least path of resistance is to order a few mics and and start a podcast. And so (laughs) we kind of got pushed into that through all of the requests for more information on that Instagram account. So Mm -hmm. that's how the podcast kind of came about. But the Instagram account, we actually have an Instagram account for easier accounting, you know, our accounting firm that we own. And uh, we were putting out the same type of content on that. But for whatever reason, it wasn't it wasn't resonating with people. And I think the reason being is because it, it's tied to a brand. And anybody automatically, when they see a name or a, a company, they in any of the message that comes after that, it kind of falls on deaf ears because they feel as though that that company obviously has a reason why they're putting it out or an agenda behind the content. And the agenda is ultimately to get your business, right? right. And so they're not even giving it the time of day because there's the label of the company that's putting it out. And so we kind of, uh, we we sat back and we're like, man, we need to approach this a little bit differently to where people actually give the content a chance. Right. Right. And so we're, we need to come up with more of just like a generic name that it it, where we're just putting out information underneath that name rather than under our company name and build more of a community rather than, you know putting out content underneath a brand and so right. uh, you know i had a few names kind of put down on a piece of paper and me kel and our other partner kind of chopped it up a little bit and i went down some of the list of names that i came up with and right when i said real business owner kel's like yep i like that one i was like dude yeah. that can't be available yeah he's like <laughs> i've already like, all these and so yeah. That's how kind of real business owners came about, and that, and I was just telling these guys right before we hopped on this that it was uh, yesterday was our six month mark, and we hit forty two thousand followers within six months of setting that up. Wow. You know, so it's it's growing, growing quite it fast. Is growing fast, man. So,
2: and honestly, dude, like to to kind of touch on that too, like we 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 like we're business owners we got all these things going on and we yeah. love helping other business owners that's why we follow guys that are way above us like yeah. like ed Mylett and annie for and you know a lot of those guys and yeah. and uh, we we realized too that we're like man we're always aspiring to be better and grow and and uh, we love how those guys we get so much value out of their content like what if we can help guys that are more starting out or they're not as far as we are like Good. let's bring guys up to our level and and help them with some of the stuff that yeah. we know because did we've paid influencers and all kinds of stuff to help promote us in the past. And we're like, when we meet with them, we talk with them. A lot of these guys, like they don't even know near as much as we know about yeah. business in general. Yeah. And so we're like, did we do have a lot to offer business owners? I mean, we're yeah. still growing. We're still striving for new levels, but we do have a lot to offer people. And uh, so we're just like, let's put it out there. And we knew like it wasn't going to be easy to like, you know, I don't know be like at an Andy's level or something like yeah, that. But like, sure. like we, we knew that like, dude, we, you know, we do have a lot to offer and it's going to be uncomfortable at first, but let's just, let's just do it. So we hired videographers and we started putting ourselves out there and, you know, and, and then we change names and stuff like that along the way. And so, you know, now we're now we're starting to get momentum, dude. It's pretty yeah. cool.
1: I think I think it's that's a great kind of segue into just starting and then kind of evolve as you go, see where it takes you. And then you're yeah. like, okay, well, this is the direction that people are wanting us to take the content or this is where it's it's headed. Let's just do it now and get ahead of of what the people want, right? And right. so I think a lot of people try to perfect what they, you know, we didn't write down what we were going to do. We hired a videographer just like that. And we were just kind of staring at each other for a while. Like, I don't know what to do with a videographer. <laughs> yeah. He didn't know what to do. It was his first gig yeah. too. So it's like, yeah. it's your turn. Dude. You yeah. get in front of the camera. <laughs> we, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. And, and, and now like a year and a half later, it's it's far more natural. And it's just kind of, part of our daily routine to have a camera in the office. So, right, and, and a lot of our employees, when at first they saw the camera coming, they duck into an office or, <laughs> in the bathroom. you know, everybody's kind of, you know, everyone, a lot of people are camera shy. You know, a lot of, uh, yeah. uh, I, I get people asking, well, why aren't there women in your videos? And this, that, that? I'm like, half of our staff is women, but <laughs> they just don't feel that comfortable being on camera. Right. They have the, some weird, you know, I, I don't know if it's, uh, yeah, they're a little self-conscious. Yeah. I, you know, who knows, but right. the, ultimately they just don't feel that comfortable to be on camera. So we try to respect that as much as we possibly can. We'll catch yeah. them here and there just in passing, but
2: Different you know, nothing types. too major, but some of them actually, I notice, like they're kind of like they want to, to be more to on a camera bit. and yeah. be a part of it and stuff, which is cool. Yeah.
0: So. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely an evolving thing. I mean, when I started my podcast for Top Rated MMA in August of 2017, I actually did that out of a walk-in closet in my house for the first like 70 episodes. And uh, I mean, I look back now and I'm like, I'm not even looking at the camera. I'm like all over the place. And yeah. now I have like lights and I have a camera here and I can actually do this and feel <laughs> comfortable, man. So it's it's been fun, man. And I'm about 140 episodes in for my Top Rated MMA wow. show. And this is yeah. my- are you,
1: uh, are you doing weekly? Once a week, or how, how yeah. often are you developing an episode?
0: Yeah, every so week. I, I, I try to release one show a week. Um, okay. Right now, I'm booked out on Top Red in May and Bearded Biz shows all the way through the end of October. Um, and so I've got shows coming out scheduled through mid November. And uh, wow. yeah, man, it's just Keep awesome. For sure. Yeah, dude, it's, yeah, it's been it fun. Um, do you find that it will help you grow your brand quite a bit, dude? Like yeah, that you know, view? it really did, especially for Top Rated MMA because I really was kind of – I started Top Red MMA in 2012, and it was up and down with my excitement about the business. And then I was like, dude, I want to start this podcast. I just want to ask fighters, why do they want to get in there and get punched in the face, you know, and, and, yeah. and just questions like that, right? and um and then it kind of took off where now i'm kind of being recognized humbly as the number one mma podcast in the northwest uh which wow. is pretty cool and um,
1: cool. congrats on I, that man.
0: thank you yeah and it was really yeah. cool because i wanted to start bearded biz i wanted to talk to entrepreneurs and world changers and people out there that are like excited about business and making money and personal development and stuff like that and so i launched bearded biz in january of this year and it's been kind of just skyrocketed been really cool I, obviously i had Ed let on my show a couple weeks back. That was pretty, pretty rad, dude. Was awesome, but, uh, Yeah, so it's been fun, man. And then I came across you guys through the Max Out community, which you guys, like I said, you guys are awesome. That's why I wanted to reach out to you guys and, and touch base there. I
1: appreciate that. Yeah, that was cool.
0: I had a question, though. Yeah. You guys, I think in one of your podcasts had mentioned that you had an Instagram account. It started to build up, and then – something happened and then you guys restarted this real yeah. business one like six months ago and it's 42,000 yeah. people, man. How did, how did you guys get it that successful? Man?
2: We, well, first of all, like we didn't, we still to this day don't even know what happened. Like <laughs> we got a warning one time for using copy r- music. So we're like, Oh cool. We won't do that anymore. Yeah. So we, obviously started putting in like beats and stuff on the you know open market or whatever like what is that site called i don't know
1: what site do we use it's like the it's a yeah
2: places. well you know uh, we started buying all, free stuff. Our, all
1: royalty free yeah basically. we started using free. like
2: background music and stuff like that because yeah. we they warned us but then one day man we just they just shut us off and we still this day don't know what they did yeah. we went through wow. all their instructions like you know send them a picture with your you know, with you in it and your yeah. account name and then send yeah. them a business. Line, send them, we're doing all this stuff. And then they just never would reply. Yeah. I, I was okay. like, well, I'm just going to bug them. So I like, I emailed them probably 15 times over a course of like three weeks. Like, Hey, you guys have not replied. You have replied. You're yeah. fine. Finally, we just started like doing the real business owners thing. And we do, we have an easier accounting one still too. We started yeah. kind of rebuilding everything and I just stopped bugging them. I'm like, shit, we're just gonna have to start over, man. You know, yeah. like they just won't give us any reply, you know? So, so that that's what happened there. We still don't know what happened. Yeah. So gotcha. Gotcha.
1: I, I mean we were building it up but that was yeah. I, I was trying to still figure everything out, right? Because I was still so new at the whole social media stuff and sure. we had it for about a year but we only had 83 or 8400 followers. Okay. You know, I invested probably, you know, 30 35,000 or so. Between, you know, camera equipment, we were doing like $500, we were doing free Fridays is what we called it, where we were giving away $500 every Friday, you know, with a shirt and a hat, um, as long as they were tagging people, stuff like that. I, I log in one Sunday and it said, can't be found. And I was like, what the heck is going on? I My heart dropped, you know, but I, I'm a firm believer it, it just redirected us because it made me take a backseat for two or three weeks to try to rethink the right approach to yeah. this the, the social media game, right? And, you know, we, we quickly got up to that 83 or 400 followers and surpassed it very, very fast. So and and, and, I, and I'm happy that that happened. Because if it didn't happen, I would still be operating under that old easier accounting Instagram account. And we may only have 14,000 followers or something at this point, rather than 42,000 followers. So I think it was just redirecting us Right. You know, we weren't living up to our full potential underneath that handle. And I think that I I just so I heard a a story with The Rock. Right. He's uh, he he was playing football in Canada or whatever, and his heart was basically torn out of his chest when he got cut and because he just wanted to play football. And it redirected him to something new. And then now he is who he is today. And so when that happened, I kind of remembered that story and I'm like, okay, this is just redirecting us. I just need to find the direction and, and find the why. And so I tried to look at it in a positive light. Of course I was bummed down for, you know, a, a week or so, but then I started just changing my mindset and my focus and saying, okay, there's, there's something better out there. I just need to figure out, you know, which direction we need to take this thing. And so then we took it down the, the path of setting up the real business owner's Instagram account. And now that thing's kind of taken on its own life. So
2: there's a few, and there's a, few, there's a few reasons why it's, it's growing fast. I mean, one, like we authentically want to help other business owners, And so I feel like when you're authentically putting yourself out there and people can resonate with you, they're going to recommend other people to follow you. And a lot of it is growing organically to start. We did do paid ads too, because we want to get our message out there and we want to build our brand. And we were spending so much money on other things like, PPC and yeah. other social media posts and paying influencers like I talked about before and uh, and it's like yeah those things all work a little bit but it's like what if we direct some some of our marketing funds here and get our message out there and if it really helps people it's going to spread and so yeah. now we're spending less and less on paid ads and we're you know and we're growing more and more organically too so Well
0: I'd love to go back a little bit both of you guys have mentioned in previous uh, podcasts of yours that you guys kind of started out as an entrepreneur at a pretty young age. You know, what mm. type of things were you guys doing as a kid to to be that entrepreneur?
2: Yeah. Oh man. Well, I've uh, I've done a lot of things, man. Yeah. Like uh I was a, I was as a kid, I just loved money. Yeah. Like I remember, like we we, we we're in a Mormon community, so we used to have home teachers come over all the time and visit once okay. a week, and you know, I remember like um i remember being really young like seven or eight years old and one time our home teacher came over and he's like you know what do you want to be when you grow up and i was like a millionaire and he just laughed at me and and i was like looking at him like why are you laughing like i want to be a millionaire and he's like well what are you going to do to be a millionaire and i literally as a kid was like i don't know but i want to be a millionaire yeah you know but i always want to sell things man like you know I, I would i would go down to our little mercantile and when penny candies were just really a penny i would buy like as many penny candies as i could put them in little baggies ten at a time and go to school and sell them for a dollar you know and like you know i would just do stuff like that you know yeah. used to go and sell like golf balls to golfers because he lived by a golf course and yeah
1: well so yeah i mean they built a, a big wall around my community because i lived in the ghetto but there was a okay. golf course you know a, a, a couple blocks away right and so all of us poor kids would go walking through the weeds and you had our backpack and we'd throw golf balls in there. We'd go home and we'd polish them up every Saturday. We'd, we'd, we'd get the egg cartons out and put the golf balls so that they could see it's a title list. And, you know, we would we would basically be presenting our – you know, egg carton of golf balls to the golfer saying four for a dollar, four for a dollar. And they, you know, they were just buying them up, buying them up. And so, you know, same thing with like knocking on, just taking the lawnmower around the neighborhood, knocking on everyone's doors. Hey, do you want your lawn mowed for five bucks? No, yeah. go to the next yeah. you want your lawn? You know, and, and go mow like four or five lawns and make a quick 20, 25 bucks on a Saturday as a kid. You know, just, just the, the fact is when you grow up poor, you know, you can't go to your parents for, you know, you blow a tire on your bike and you want to go ride with your friends, your family's too poor to go just be replacing tires or if you want new handlebars or whatever it is. Some of those things just, I had to take care of myself and figure out a way to get what I wanted. And if you want it bad enough, you'll figure it out. Right. And so that's, I mean, we, yeah, we had similar
2: upbringings as far as, you know, kind of the, you know, not, not the super, super, whatever the poorest, I don't know. I think you might've been a little, grew up a little more. I was like the very bottom middle class. You might've been in like even lower than that. I don't know as far as our upbringing goes, but.
1: Yeah. People uh, used to, people used to knock on our door and run away and we'd open our door and it would be like food, you know, cause oh, they knew yeah. how poor cool we were, you know? And, wow. and like, I grew up on powder milk, right? You take a wow. scoop, like a protein and mix it with water and then we'd pour it on our cereal. Right. And so it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was you know, lights getting shut off and stuff, watching my mom cry to the utility department to turn the lights back on stuff like that. That's kind of, that's how poor we were growing up. So it wasn't, wasn't the best, you know, one bathroom, there was nine of us in the house and you know, all all that it was a a, quite the, you know, I, I, I say that I grew, I had the luxury of growing up poor because I think if I grew up rich, I would probably be, you know, a snobby dude and, you know, think that everything's owed to me, you know, have that entitlement issue you know, at this point, you know, I st- try to stay pretty humble about, you know, kind of where we are financially and, you know, want to give back because I know what it feels like to, you know, try to start a business. And, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of dark times, you know, when, yeah. when, you're, when, you're, when you're going through that startup phase, and you're going through some of those struggles. And, you know, I, I always think back, I'm like, man, I wish social media existed when we were doing this so okay. that I had right. like a, a guiding light, right? Somebody that yeah. would say, hey, you're not alone. Like you're not the only one. Cause when you're going through tough times, no matter if somebody you you do feel alone, you feel like you're the only one going through the shit when you're going through the shit. Right. Um, but you're not every business owner. That's one common thing that I see across all business owners. They've, they've, they've sacrificed a lot and they've gone through, you know, a lot of struggles and lonely times, hard times. And they, they, they just, continued to press on until they popped out the other side. And so that's yeah. kind of the message that I it kind of just a reoccurring theme, you know, on our Instagram and podcast is just see it through, you know. Yeah. So
2: when you're a young kid and, and you got that entrepreneurial spirit too, like, you know, uh and I don't know, I mean maybe you have some younger kids that uh that listen to your show, but man, get into sales. Like that's where we met each other when yeah. we were like 18, 19 years old. Like we met each other at a call center doing sales and then you know we kind of had our our time apart like he went one way i went another way then you know i started a company i finally got you know brave enough to start a company he came back and worked for me he did such a great job years later i was like let's partner on stuff and you know it just man we just as you get more and more confident on a challenging thing like sales you know and you get momentum and you get that confidence you're going to get braver and braver to try things like starting your own company but you got to kind of have that sales background to get clients and, and build that confidence too. So I always recommend people, you know, get, get into sales, man. I have young kids come up to me at the gym. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just getting ready to go to college. What do you recommend? And I'm just like, get into sales, man. I mean, yeah, there's, a lot, there's, a, there's,
1: yeah, there's just a lot of struggle. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of no's, you know, um, you'll have your good weeks, your bad weeks, you know, half the time when you're a salesperson, you know, you're, Wondering if you need to go back to college, if you're doing the right thing. All of those same thoughts happen as an entrepreneur. Like, am I doing the right thing? Should I go back to school? Should I walk away from all this? So I think a lot of the same mental battles that you have to go through as a salesperson is similar to entrepreneurship in terms of just kind of having to take a no or get punched in the face. Yep. But still show up day after day with enthusiasm and belief that something good's going to happen. Right. Yeah. And and so I think that there's a strong correlation there between entrepreneurship and and, and a cell being in sales. So
0: I agree, man. I I mean I did sales for twenty years and I stepped out well, of it about five years ago. I, I now work for a software company and I do customer success. It's not my passion. This is my passion, right? I love talking yeah. with people. I love networking with people, man. Unfortunately, I still work the full-time job, but we've got the plan. We've got the goal to walk away, hopefully, in the next five years. and Everybody's hit-
1: vehicle is a little bit different, right? Like you're, yeah. you're, you're utilizing your full-time job as a vehicle to get you where you want to be. Sometimes the objective is not to just jump right in. Sometimes you have yeah. to sacrifice like you're doing for a period of time and stay in that vehicle. That's going to take you where you want to go. Yeah. Why something else like is building. I mean, there, there's several ways to get to that point and you're just utilizing what you're doing as a vehicle to go from here to here. And then right. you, you know, and you get into the next vehicle that who knows where that's going to take you. Right.
0: What is the best and worst part about being an entrepreneur to you guys? Um, you know what, man, I love the freedoms
2: that it does provide. Um, but there is obviously a lot of freedoms that you give up too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. um, you know, like, I, like I've had to have talks with my kids, man. I'm like, Hey, you know, the reason that I can spend more time with you and you know, I can, you know, take us on trips and do all the stuff is because you know, I, I have the ability to work no matter where I'm at. So I love that. It right. provides that where I can, I can work from anywhere with my family. Um, but it does kind of – it does kind of um, suck at times when you're like, man, I have something I got to do and, and I am I am trying to spend time with my family, but there's yeah. some urgent thing I got to take care of. And, you know, I don't like them to feel like, you know, my work is more important than them. And so there's this battle of like, you know, yeah, I got the freedom to where I can go spend more time with them and take them on vacations. But, you know, there's roles that I've got to constantly I haven't worked myself out of yet, you know, to where I can't I can't you know leave that yet. Um, to give that like full focus to, you know, them sometimes, you know? And so I don't know, I think it's hard to balance that. So that's probably one of the toughest things is, is just balancing the professional and the personal life.
1: Yeah. 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 Marriage, marriage. I mean, it's tough, right? Like trying to sell what you believe to a spouse, right? and, And they want like, Hey, well, money's not everything money. I'm fine with the way things are, you know? And, but, In some cases, you know, they don't share this, the exact same vision that you have and you believe it so much so that you just try to, you know, sell them the dream, so to speak and say, just hang in there, you know, like. I promise it'll all make sense it'll come full circle one day you'll be happy that you made some because women women or men you know whether it's a, a, a man entrepreneur their wives yeah. are making sacrifices as well mm-hmm. if it's a woman yeah. entrepreneur the husband is making sacrifices as well because they're allowing them I mean I mean we're, we're in an airplane several times a month I mean we're leaving tomorrow is it tomorrow no yeah. Wednesday oh yeah Wednesday Wednesday yeah. so we're leaving on Wednesday to, to drive to LA for a couple of events and we're not going to be back till Sunday, we're constantly just we're we're gone a lot, you know, and so yeah. that's it's uh it, it's not I, I don't like being gone. I'm not a big traveler, you know. Right. I prefer I prefer staying in 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 a uh, a routine that I feel like I'm performing at my peak within inside of waking up at this time every single day, ha- eating my you know healthy breakfast, going to the office like that's my high power routine. And anytime I travel. I kind of get in a little bit of a funk because it's just, and you try to stay to the routine and go to a hotel gym or, you know, some of that stuff, but um, it definitely, it's, it's, it's different, but you know, they're making sacrifices, staying back home with, with the kids and allowing us to be gone for four or five days at a time to try to scale our businesses. And so that's, Those are just sacrifices, right? Like with anything good is bad, and anything that's bad, there's probably some good that you can. It just depends on where your focus is. But I really enjoy kind of you know building uh, teams and Mm. cultures and. You know, I I enjoy watching other like my employees pull up in a new car and you know right. buy a house. Th- those are those are things that I get you know satisfaction out of watching other people grow just by being inside of our you know ecosystem so to speak mm-hmm. within inside of our businesses. And so yeah, there's a lot of perks for us to be able to travel and take you know you know great vacations and be gone for a week with our family. And but then there's the negative side that we have to be gone for a week without our family you know, in right. order to be able to do stuff like that. So there's always give and take, no matter what you're doing, you know, when it comes to this entrepreneurship game, you know, so. Yep.
0: Absolutely. You guys are part of the Arate syndicate and yep. you guys were just up here in Coeur d'Alene this year. Yes. Just a couple months back. Yeah. Right? Was this your first year in Arate? Were you guys actually part of it last year as well? I first was,
1: year. I was a part of the accelerator last year.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, there
1: are two cool. different levels, right? There's the ROT accelerator, and then there's the ROT syndicate. Uh-huh. The accelerators, okay. you know, kind of a, a, a little bit lower level where it's like three or four hundred bucks a month, and then yeah. the syndicate it costs six thousand dollars a month per person. So, it's oh, uh, gotcha. it's, it's quite uh, quite it's a big quite jump, different, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. But you, know, uh, you got requirements. I mean, man, there was like. 32,000 applicants and they only selected 700 dudes. And then basically the first ones to, you know, like first pony 100. up and take that immediate action are the guys that are going to be able to join the club. And, and uh, dude, I'm glad we did it, man. We yeah. actually got accepted the first year and we we're like, mm, you know, let's fill it out. And that's why we did the accelerator. And it's a big investment, yeah. you know? So um, we decided to, to like, dude, especially after getting to know Ed and Andy and and their teachings and we align with it so much. It was like, dude, let's, let's do it. Not only is it going to be a great um, investment into us personally to continue to grow what we're growing, um, but it's also, it's a great way to network with other guys at at your level. I mean, a lot of times, you know, people don't understand. The you know, power
1: of networking with those. Yeah, well, and people. just even
2: collaborating with people that are that are on the same journey that you're on. You know, because sometimes yeah. you don't get a lot of that in your personal life. You know, we're we're lucky to
1: have each other, but you know. It is it is different. Like for instance, I, I I have a difficult time going out to dinner. Like what whether it's with like my, one of my wife's friends or something like that, because I'm so business minded and like regular conversations don't really excite me. And so it's I don't have a lot in common with a lot of people. Right? Mm-hmm. Only there's only a select amount of people that can fully understand. You know, yeah. my passion were the things that really light my fire. You know, some people might enjoy, you know, golfing or four wheeling or camping or, you know, have these different type of hobbies. And, you know, to me, it's I enjoy building businesses and enjoy You know, overcoming things because it forces us to level up as individuals. Mm -hmm. Your your business can't scale if you don't scale as a person, right? So you have to evolve as an individual for your business to evolve. You can't stay the same person, but then grow a hundred million dollar business. It's just not going to happen. And so it's uh, the networking side of it's awesome. A lot of it's you know self help, self improvement. You know, opening up sides uh, sides of our mind that maybe we haven't opened up or seeing something that you know we didn't see within of our business or you know yeah. somebody just might take something that just kind of gives you that aha moment that you know exactly now what you need to do with inside of your company so that's why we we, we chose this year to, to join and surround ourselves with those type of people
0: yeah that's awesome fun question for you you guys went to ed's house i live across yeah. the lake from it and how cool awesome. is that man His house as yeah. cool as it looks
2: oh it's, it's- cooler I mean, everybody, everybody kept saying like, (laughs) uh, you know, get ready to have your vision stretch. And that's exactly what it is, man. You know, like as you get to know guys like Ed and Andy, which, you know, I mean, we don't know them super well yet, but they're, you know, they're very, dude, they're just, they're guys like us, man. Like. You know, they, they really help you understand, like, anything is possible. And, and it really does stretch your vision when you get there and you, you get to go and talk to those guys and see what they've built. And, uh, and and super grateful for their mentorship, man, and that they opened this program up because that's exactly what it does when you go somewhere like Ed's house is it stretches your vision. And it's, yeah. it's incredible,
1: dude, for yeah. sure. Well, at the event, he talked about how he was – an individual in an audience at an event himself 22 years ago, and he went to go give his uh, his, his uh, debit card or credit card or whatever to the front desk, and it declined, so he couldn't get a room at the hotel. So he just stayed on the couch in the lobby, <laughs> and, and and that's where he was wow. just 22 years ago. And now he's, you know, paying cash for twenty-five million-dollar houses. And you, right. like when I say it's much cooler in person, is because you get to see all the fine details. There was literally no spared expense on that house. You know, there's there was a few contractors in the group, and they were just kind of looking around the house, and like, oh my gosh, that's sixty-two dollars a foot for this type of <laughs> copper. And you know, they were just going crazy because they actually understand the value in each little piece. And so it was it was everything that that we wanted it to be for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. How do you five like
2: uh, Port Lane, dude? How do you like living there?
0: I love it, man. I'm I'm 5 miles from the lake and we take the kayaks out on the lake and we're always at the lake during the summer, man. It's it's a beautiful place to live, man. What is your morning routine? I mean, that's all kind of like sets your day to be successful. Mm-hmm. And you guys talked about this a little bit on your show, but uh what, what things do you do in the morning to really make sure your day starts off right? Well,
2: you know, like, dude, this is something that I've constantly worked on and battled because, you know, I feel like most people naturally want to, you know, be lazy and sleep in and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, Tre, I know Treb gets up even earlier than I do, but I- I've really worked on getting up a little earlier. One of the f- things I used to do is I used to just grab my phone first thing, like everybody else, man. And like, I-, I always have emails. Like I've got guys in, I do business with in Hong Kong that I'm like, I wake up and they're just going to bed so they're like I've already got I've got like 15 emails to answer and it's dude it really does just get overwhelming and start your day off wrong right and so um, this last several months man I've really worked on not grabbing my phone and doing my me time, man, where I reflect on my, on myself. Um, I I work on, you know, always work on uh, my self-awareness and the things that are holding me back and things I can improve on. I do some visualization. Uh, Some people call it meditation, whatever you want to call it, man. I do some, and I do some gratitude. I do gratitude, visualization, and just work on my own self-awareness. And um, I still, to this day, man, I reach for my phone first thing, but I've, I've tricked my mind into me reaching for my phone to be that reminder of like yeah. oh no don't grab that phone yet man you got to do your me time first and so um, that's just something that's really worked for me man is like uh, I've, I've just done that by doing it over and over again like at first when I would grab my phone and start doing it I'd be like oh I can't do that man I forgot I put my phone away then I go to it now it's just become more of a habit to where I either don't reach for my phone or when I do it's a reminder to not right, right. so that's that's kind of my morning routine I, I am doing 75 hard right now so I get up and I do my workout my usually my outside workout uh, first after I do my reflection and my in my me time there and then um and then i come home I get ready to go to work come on and read, no i'm time. reading my 10 pages um that's the other cool thing man is like about 75 hard is um it's pushed me to like start reading every morning as well it's not that yeah. it doesn't take that long to read 10 pages but the benefits right. are powerful dude yes. so i'm already seeing that so just being a couple weeks in (laughs) that's
1: awesome man i wake up at 6 a.m every day you know there's days i wake up at like 5 a.m um i
2: thought you were like a 4 or 5 a.m or did i get up at 6 too yeah
1: no i mean there's there's days that i get up at 5 when my body's just had enough sleep you know how sometimes your body wakes up before the alarm so it's usually between 5 and 6 but the alarm no matter what will go off at 6 if i'm just you know being a bum and you know not getting up before the alarm clock because i'm tired or whatever but you know i I do something similar that, that kel's doing but uh I've changed it recently where I do think of a few things that I'm grateful for as I'm laying in bed before I get out of bed. But just this last week I've incorporated something new to it because I was asked to be an MC at an event in, in, uh, in October, October 15th. And, you know, there's a lot of self doubt that kind of comes into your mind being like, well, you're, you know, you know, your backstory, nobody else knows your backstory unless you tell it, but you know, your, your subconscious knows your backstory and tells you, you know, you're just a poor kid, you know, you've been a drug addict, you know, you're not good enough, you know, just, just the, they attack that the, your subconscious mind sometimes plays on you. Yeah. And so I've been, uh, every day that I wake up now, I start saying some things that I am, I can uh, you know, consciously have to block out, you know, the subconscious and say, I am great. You know, I am energetic. I am passionate about what I do. I am built for this. I, you know, just some of those. I don't think anybody takes enough time to identify with who they are or what they want to be. They're just running on autopilot subconsciously and your subconscious mind knows all your weaknesses and tells you how shitty of a person that you are. When you're trying to level up, you're not good enough or you're this or tries to sell you an excuse not to get out of bed early in the morning. You're tired. You've done good for the last three days. Take it easy. You know, so I, I, I think that if you don't consciously try to control your mind and your thoughts, your subconscious is going to control your thoughts. It's going to be on autopilot and it's going to keep you at the level that you're at now unless yeah. you make it a point. To try to identify yourself as something else or whatever it is that you want to be. So that's something that I've just started incorporating because I start getting anxiety thinking about being on stage and, you know, trying to be the MC. I don't want to screw up somebody else's event, you know. So I'm starting to, you know, confirm with myself that I will be good at it. I am built for this. This is something that I have have to do because I preach overcoming fear and, and doing some of the scary things. And so I need to honor that myself, but it's kind of a way just for me to hype myself up and and reprogram your self talk in what you believe you are as a person. And then, uh, you know, so I've been doing that this last week and it's kind of helped calm the anxiety of it. And I feel a little bit more confident about going into that event and being able to, to do a good job for those guys. But after I do that, obviously just get up brush my teeth and, and, and uh, hit the gym. You know, that's, right. that's the one place that, you know, I get to go where I'm not a dad, you know, I'm not a business owner. I'm not, I'm, I'm me. And, you know, I get to take out any negative energy that I have and I get that first win of the day. So then I've, I've got momentum, you know, coming into the office you know, a lot of people are drinking coffee. They're still tired. They don't even get up by ten, ten thirty. By the time wow. there's zombies walking into work the first hour, hour and a half. But <laughs> you know, getting up early and, and exercising. I walk in. I'm ready for the day. You know, the second that I that I come into the office. So I'm a big believer in in, in solid morning routines.
0: I agree. Yeah, I'm up at four a.m. six days a week, man, and and uh, wow. that's my thing, man. I'm up and. I come into my office and then start networking time and it's responding to emails. It's building out website and staging my, my post for the week, man. And so that morning routine is definitely got to be uh foundational for sure, man. So I think a lot of people are
1: sleeping that. on that. Yeah. A lot of people are sleeping on a good morning routine and what it can actually do for you. I'm a firm believer. It's a game changer. As long as people can, can, can do it long enough to where it starts just becoming a habit. You don't even have to think about whether you're going to wake up tomorrow at 4am. It's just something now that you do right. Yeah. It's just, It's just who you are now, right? But you have to do it for a long enough period of time before that's actually ingrained in you as a habit rather than, you know, fighting the 4 a.m. alarm clock probably for the first month or two, you know?
0: Man, Trevor, Kale, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day, man. I so appreciate it and and just Ah, sharing the knowledge, man. man. You guys are – your show was awesome. Also wanted to let you guys give just a shout-out to your company, your business, your podcast –
1: the floor is yours, man. Yeah, no, we would love uh, anybody that that follows you that, that wants to, you know, try to grow mentally. Um, and, and if you grow mentally, obviously you're going to grow financially. So we're big on self-improvement, self-help and, you know, trying to, you know, some of the things that I post might be a little too real and raw for some people. It might hurt their feelings a little bit, but that's exactly what's needed so that a change can actually occur right and so if you guys are looking for something like that go check us out at real business owners on instagram so it is with an s on the end but you know if you're typing in real business the owners will just probably auto populate up at the top follow us there we do own an accounting firm called easier accounting if you own a business and you need any bookkeeping tax prep payroll help or just have questions, mm-hmm. you know, we won't charge you if you want to, you know, pick up the phone and call us and, and just ask us a few questions and, you know, confirm that what you're doing is the right thing in mm-hmm. terms of your bookkeeping or the way that your entity is structured or whatever it is. So
2: we're, we're a big believer in providing value. We had like these core beliefs of like helping people and earning business through Providing value.
0: Well, thank you guys again. I appreciate it. Have an awesome day, dude. (laughs) Yeah, you too, man. Thank you so much for hanging around. Really appreciate it. If you'd like to see more videos from Top Rated MMA and the Bearded Biz Show, please click the playlist and also hit subscribe to our channel. Become part of the Top Rated MMA and Bearded Biz community. We would really appreciate your support. Also, please leave a comment below. I will read and respond to all of them. Thank you so much. Have an awesome
2: day.